Welcome to Breaking Bread with Jen. On today's episode, we have Leslie. Have you ever considered getting a BBL? You know, a Brazilian butt lift. Well, we have Leslie with us today in the pod, and she's going to explain to us how it all goes down. Or should I say up, out, around, tune in. Leslie. Yes, Jen. Welcome to Breaking Bread with Jen. Okay. What specifically are you over there doing? Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer. I've picked out an outfit that I haven't even wore before. I got lighting. I broke out a new wig. <laughs> I done put pictures of the kids up. Oh my god. Okay. I got Barack Obama book in the background. <laughs> and I got some grape juice in this wine glass, honey. This <laughs> Jennifer. <totally> ridiculous. <laughs> Jennifer, I've been I've been getting ready for two hours. Okay. <laughs> Oh my God, it is a recording. It is a podcast. It is not a video. Yes, some podcasts can be, you know, with the video and, and mm-hmm. all, audio. Mine is not, okay? Oh, Mine has never been okay. and will never be. <laughs> okay. okay. So I can't point to the I can't point up to the corner and say I'm I'm gonna start a picture right here of me and my faha. You say what? You know how in those videos, and they say, I'm going to put a picture up right here, and they point to the screen, and the picture never shows up, though. I was going to do that of me and my faha. I I don't even know what you're talking about, but what (laughs) you can do Mm -hmm. is take a selfie of yourself, and I can use that as a part of the promo graphic okay, for your episode. You. Thank you very much. Has got to be girl, a part of history. Girl, wait till you see this nonsense. Wait till you see this nonsense that I got going on over here, girl. Anyway. Oh okay. my God. Okay. I'm ready, so, honey. I'm ready. Yes, you obviously are ready <laughs> as it has taken you two hours to get on the girl, phone. This, like, this packet you're, of you're, the you're, <laughs> this pack of the pictures of me and the kids I didn't have for a year. I just opened it for the podcast. Oh, yeah, that's okay. a cute picture, though. That's all we'll right. take some selfies and right, I'll see if I can incorporate them into the promo. So, guys, if you're listening, um, make sure you go to Instagram to Breaking Bread underscore podcast at breaking bread underscore podcast and you'll be able to see the graphics for this episode mm-hmm. where you will clearly be able to see Leslie the nonsense. And, and, mm-hmm. and all of her two hours of preparation mm-hmm. to simply get on the phone and record with me yes. okay? <laughs> Great. I'm learning I'm learning something new now okay oh my goodness okay so what we are going to discuss today is the fact that Leslie has um Taking upon herself to do some self-improvement of her body through elective cosmetic surgery, which is all the rage right now. 
Mm-hmm. Leslie has had two cosmetic surgeries that I know of, maybe more. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Get into mm-hmm. all of that. Okay. But she's had a tummy tuck, and Leslie has had a BBL, which is also known as a Brazilian butt lift. Yes. So let's just get right into it. You initially started with the tummy tuck. So take me back. I think that was like a year ago or was it two it years was almost, ago? It was two years ago now. Two okay, years ago. So it was two years ago. So take me back to what made you make that the final decision, decision yes. to, to get a tummy tuck. So let's start there. Okay. Well, initially it was just the roll of fat that was hanging off the bottom of my stomach. Ever since I had my first child at the age of 20, my body has never been the same. Okay. And I always just kind of inadvertently said, oh, I'm going to have, you know, a tummy tuck one day. And then finally, 26 years later, because mm. that's how old Alexis is. Okay. I decided to, a couple of years ago, just go ahead and do it. What happened was I was um, taking a patient, driving a patient to the doctor. And when we got there, it was a cosmetic surgeon. Mm. and they have free consultation so I said well what doesn't hurt you know right because it's free it's free so I go in here for my consultation and we you know we talk to the doctor and then they run some numbers about me and I'm like "Mm, that's expensive I can never afford that they said well you don't have to because we have this medical credit card as long as your credit score is above 630 or 630 and above you can get a credit card I said oh okay well (laughs) I remember remember you talking to me about that medical credit card. First of all, I have never heard of such. Okay. It's called like what? It's called Elfion credit. Oh. It's similar to care credit, which people get, you know, when they work, they job may offer them care credit for dental or, you know, the medical reasons. But it's called Elfion credit. And they ran my uh, name and it came back that they approved me for $10,000. So I said, well, let's go. So um, let's go. Okay. That, that was it. But then I got so nervous. I think I, I scheduled it maybe for six months, maybe down the line. Because I kept on rescheduling it because I was really nervous because I never had besides... Uh, Serious, yeah. Having your children, you had never yeah. had any Made type of surgery. Surgery no. before. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I knew this is kind of dangerous, but once I got closer to the date, I just got brave. And I, every time I look in the mirror and see that hunk of fat hanging from the bottom of my stomach, and when I turned forty. You know, in my forties, around forty-four, I gained like around forty pounds. So that okay. fat got bigger. Wow. So I decided to go do it. The fat hanging down at the bottom of your stomach, are we talking about what people normally call the fupa? Is that what you're talking about? Right. The part that you stuff in your pants. The fupa. Yes. 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 So I will always have to wear tight fitting shirts at the top you know, loose at the bottom. I was like a thousand peplin tops, you know, just to cover mm-hmm. that up. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. it, it worked. It worked. It worked. Oh, and yeah. I always liked the way I look, even when I was a hundred and um, say 40 pounds, I still had that 
roll at the bottom. You, it just wasn't so pronounced. You couldn't see it as well. Now let let the listeners know how tall are you? You're what what five three? I wish I'm four eleven, Jennifer. Okay, are you four? Oh my <laughs> You've been God. knowing me for twenty years. You're four eleven. I think you're shorter than Prince because Prince was at least five foot one, I believe. Probably so. What heels? Believe I, I didn't know that you were four eleven. Yes. So wow. my okay. yeah. So that forty pounds that I gained, you know, just hit me hard like a ton of bricks. Okay. Um. And so, I went in and had the surgery. Yes. My daughter, you know, you got to have somebody take you there and bring you back. And I I didn't want, I went right here in Novi to start plastic surgery. I wasn't leaving the country. Yeah, so Novi, Michigan. So let our listeners, our, my listeners are international. Yes, Novi, um, Michigan. So Novi, Michigan. Would you would you care to share the, the name of the doctor? Because from yes. what I'm understanding is mm-hmm. that when ladies are getting these particular surgeries, the tummy tucks, the BBLs, and, and the 360s and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and, and they end up looking amazing, from what I'm understanding the thing that's happening is the ladies are not sharing the names of their doctors so that other women can go and get consultations and look good through the same doctor. So would you mind sharing the name of your doctor? Oh, absolutely. His name is Dr. Risen and he's at Star um, Plastic Surgery in Novi. Dr. Risen, I love him. Okay, Okay. For what he's done for me. Did he do so, your second surgery? Yes, I wanted to go to the same oh, surgeon. Okay, well, let's, because, let, let's talk about, let's finish talking about your first surgery. Dr. Right. Risen did the first surgery, which is the tummy tuck. And with muscle the, reconstruction. With muscle reconstruction? Yes. Which now, what means, is that? When they, they pull your abs together and tie them yes, back together? Oh, yep, my goodness. Okay. Yes, like a, like a little baby. Yes. Okay, real tight. Now, I know some women who have had that particular surgery done because mm-hmm. they were either pregnant and had very large babies or they yeah. had multiple babies at one time and their abdomens literally split open yeah. and, and were on the sides of their bodies and not in the front of their stomachs. They were yeah. on the side of their stomachs. So that yeah. happened to you as well? You definitely need, it was just like loose and it's not the type of fat where you can go to the gym and work it off that's never going to happen because Mm -hmm. when they sew you back together they're not doing a a beautiful job of it and it 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 just grows and grows and grows it's just like a a a hanging chad just sitting there at the bottom of your stomach (laughs) but it was it was a medical condition it needed to be treated basically which a lot of people don't understand like you you got messed you was fine before you had kids and now something happened to your body so you have to treat that just like any other medical condition if you want to right okay so how was your recovery from the tummy tuck and the uh the muscle reconstruction how was your recovery because i remember you had only been home for like two days and you were already sending me before and after pictures it was wonderful what is happening here (laughs) it was jennifer it was it was so wonderful it was like the best thing that happened to me besides having kids it was I didn't feel no any pain because you know you have the medication 
So I think the first week I kind of was sleeping. I was going out to lunch with my daughter. You know, she was picking me up every day. I had to walk hunched over because of the muscle tightness. But I basically, to me, felt very minimum pain. Okay. It was just wonderful. That's good. Um, A little... tenderness you know it, it that but that was it nothing to complain about i was only on prescriptions for um maybe maybe the first six weeks and mm-hmm. then after that i just took if i needed something over the counter medication and you went back to work how many weeks after that tummy tuck i, I want to say two to three weeks yeah two to three weeks and you were back to work <laughs> yeah hunched over yeah, yeah. hmm yeah, because I wow. didn't feel like anything was wrong with me. I felt fine and yeah. I was healing very well. So it was just, it was wonderful, but I didn't have liposuction at that time. So you have to, sometimes people don't understand you. It has to be done in phases mm-hmm. because I, I couldn't, I didn't even know anything about liposuction at that time, really. So I didn't know I needed liposuction until after I got the tummy tuck. And who brought that to your attention, Dr. Risen or yourself? The mirror. The mirror. Yes. The mirror. Shout out to the mirror. Okay. Yeah, shout out to the mirror. (laughs) The mirror. My stomach was so flat and tight at the bottom. And at the top, it was still pudgy. Mm, Okay. And then I I also noticed that when I put on all these nice clothes, I looked at so good from the front. When I turn around to the back, I look the good from the back too because um, my butt is kind of flat. You know, it it, it it's not kind of flat. My my butt is flat, so it's wide though, wide mm-hmm. and flat. Mm-hmm. So he did a little bit of liposuction right there around my love handles, just a little bit. So it made me have a little bit of more curve back there. But what I realized, I didn't know I had three fat rolls on my back. You had half a pack of hot dogs on your back. No, a slab of ribs on each a, side. A slab of ribs. I apologize. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> but I was so busy looking at myself from the front with the roll in the front. I didn't even notice that my back was out of order until after the tummy tuck. So are you sharing with me right now that unbeknownst to me, you went back and had liposuction? I didn't know about that. That's what I did. The BBL, it includes the liposuction because they have to suck the fat from somewhere. See, I didn't even know about the BBL, really. I didn't really even think of that concept. I knew my ass was flat and I was just going to live with it. Um, It's been that way for 48 years. So. I would knew I was going to get the liposuction though. And the doctor asked me during a consultation, what do you want to do with the fat? Would you like to transfer it? I said, excuse me, like where, where to? He said, you can transfer it to your butt if you want. And that opened up a whole new realm of possibilities. Okay. So let's slow down. So after you had healed from the tummy tuck. Two years. Two years. So two two years you you it took you two years to recover. No, know, just get- to go back. Just to go back. I, I was fine. It only took maybe, you know, six months. You're good. You're you're good. Okay. But I waited two years before I went back. Okay. So when you when you went back here recently, because this mm-hmm. year you had the BBL, yeah. you went in 
initially for a consultation with Dr. Risen for liposuction for the slab of ribs that was growing out of your yes. back. Yes. Uh, and, 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 that the consultation and the gut at the top. And is, the gut is, at the top. And the gut at the top in the front. And so that is when he shared with you that while we're working on these two areas, we can do yes. improvements on the buttocks. If you want to, he said, what do you want to do with the fat? And I'm like, what do you mean? What do I want to do with it? And I knew people had BBLs. I've heard of them. It's been around for years, but it just never really crossed my mind. Okay. Wow. Not for me, even though I knew I had a flat ass. All my boyfriends tell me I have a, can we cross on here? Oh, yes, please. All my boyfriends tell me, you know, I have a flat ass, you know, all my life. And it never dawned on me to try to put the fat there until the doctor asked me if I wanted to. And Mm. I jumped right on board with that one. Wow. Okay. So two years later, we're back in the doctor's office getting another consultation. And we're Mm -hmm. walking out of that consultation with our minds wrapped around getting the top of our stomachs lipoed, our backs mm-hmm. lipoed, and mm-hmm. getting a, BB, a BBL. So that's what yeah. you just had. How many weeks ago was that? That was April 28th. Okay, so this today is April, uh, October. October mm-hmm. 20 something. Yes. So, we're Not at the end of October. Girl. You had the BBL. I'm sorry, it wasn't April. Wait, right, August. That's what I'm about to August. Right. August. It was August 20. I was supposed to do it in April. I rescheduled it because let me tell you something, ladies. One thing about this surgery, which I thought, and this is going to surprise you, Jen. I already told you this, though. One thing that will happen to you when you have this surgery, which we would never think of, your man is going to leave you. Wait. You're a boyfriend, <laughs> honest to God, no lie. I thought it was only happening to me until I saw, heard other women talking about it happened to them too. Your man will break up with you and try to convince you not to have the surgery or he is going to leave you. So if what, you're doing uh, it for him, because yeah. what, what is the reasoning? What, why is this? Uh, I guess there might be a little bit of insecurity for the guy because if you already look good, yeah. they feel like, what are you going to look like after that? Wow. So that's, that is what you have found out has happened to other women. Yes. I thought wow. I could, when I was going through it in April, when I was supposed to have the surgery, I was confused. Like, why would my boyfriend break up with me because I'm having the surgery? Because I was doing it for me, not for him even though he was trying to convince me, God doesn't want you to do this. I said, if I was born with one leg and I'm going to get a prosthetic. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it's okay to improve upon yourself. Mm -hmm. God made the surgeons. Okay. Exactly. Right. So I didn't understand why he kept on throwing God. He was trying to make me feel bad. And of course I didn't listen to him. You know, I was, I'm doing it to make myself feel better. This is what I want, but but be prepared for that. Ladies, your man will break up with you, especially if you already have high confidence in the way that you look now. And then you try to improve it. You know, I don't know what they think is going to happen afterwards, but they will leave you. 
Now, so you rescheduled to August. It was initially yeah. supposed to be in April. You rescheduled the surgery to August. Did you have to use that credit card again? Yes. To pay for it? Okay. Yep. All right. Mm -hmm. I use a credit card again and just make monthly payments. You know, they're under $200 a month. So it's affordable. Um, I use that card and, and, and went in for my surgery, you know, months, like maybe two months leading up to it. You always get a little bit nervous because of the risk. But once the time get like two weeks before, oh, you ready? Cause you know, you're going to survive because everybody else did. And then you're going to come out looking amazing, yes. you know, and it's just a small enhancement. I, I didn't want a big um, elephant ass. Right. I didn't, I didn't want to look like the, the 20 year olds who go to Miami because I'm not 20. Right. And I have children and grandchildren. I can't walk around with a big old fat booty. Yeah. And, and, I, I couldn't have that going on. So I told my doctor, I just want you to shape it for me. I didn't use the word make it look natural. Okay. I said, just shape it for me. I don't want a big giant rear end. Um, I just want it to be round and not flat. And he said, what a, he said, where's your flat problem? Mm-hmm. So it's right in the middle of my butt crack in the center of my butt yeah that's it that's where i'm flat right, at right above your where your crack yeah. is yeah. and your butt starts to transition into your back that was the area no that down further down further like up right after my thighs up to my butt that's where my flat where it's supposed to be round at <laughs> mine's oh. is flat right there in the middle oh you're talking at the top of your thigh where you're supposed to have a little bit of the, a hump yes. showing that your butt has started you're saying yes. that it was still <laughs> exactly right there girl in the middle it was okay. just flat in the okay. middle okay. but it was wide <laughs> Okay. So he uh, said, Oh, there's no way I'm gonna put fat there because you could die from that. He said, That's the only place that you're not supposed to put fat. He said, and some people do it, you know, out of the country or in Miami. He said, I'm not gonna do it because it's not at your age, it's not worth risking your life. He said, All your nerves are right there in that center. And then they spread out. He said, are You I'm not putting fat right there. He said, I'm gonna build around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and make and, that, it for. And, and that's what I've heard on um that show that comes on TV called Botched. Those yes. two uh, plastic surgeons are always saying that BBLs are some of the most dangerous surgeries, yeah. uh, cosmetic surgeries that someone can get. Yes. And, that, and that was my first time ever hearing anyone say something like that. Yeah, and it is true. I didn't know it either until my doctor told me so I would never attempt to put fat right there. Now, in some places, I believe Miami, they do because you're supposed to put the fat in, be- in between the skin and the muscle, you know, that layer, they open it up and you put the fat in there. Some people go under the muscle, you know, and, and you can do that, but then you have nerves under there and that's what makes it dangerous. But I believe in Miami, because when I see these girls on a first round come out with this big fat butt, yeah, um, yeah, they didn't, they got to be putting fat under the the muscle or under the tissue somewhere because you can't 
get a big fat butt like that in one round. Yeah. Right. You're not supposed oh. to be able to. Unless so you have very back, yes. They're going several, back for repeated surgeries on Yes. Their yes. Oh it's called wow. they have a name for it. It's called round one, two, and three. Wow. Okay. This is amazing information. Wow. Now I just re- I didn't know why people was going back because I'm watching the videos and I'm like, well, this doesn't make sense. Why would you want to go get your? I'm like, this is just stupid. Until you have the surgery, then you realize you're building a foundation, mm. and the first layer of the foundation doesn't mean it's going to be exactly what you want. You is like you have to build upon it, like a relationships, everything else in your life. You have to build it up. It's the mm-hmm. same thing with plastic surgery, which is why people go back so many times. And it's weird and concerning to other people who haven't had the surgery. Why would she keep going back? But now, yeah. as a patient, oh, I understand. Okay, okay, you can only do so much the first time. Wow. Now, are you pleased with your results or are you going to go back for round two? <laughs> Ding, ding, ding. Round two. I'm definitely thinking about having a round two. And, but I'm very pleased. Very pleased. Because basically, my butt looks very natural. Mm-hmm. What he did was he added fat at the top. And I, I needed some hips because I was a square from the front too. He had fat at the top and a little bit around the sides of my buttock, right? To round it off to round it off so that made me look nice and I'm very pleased with that he did not put fat at the bottom of my butt mm-hmm. and, and you know after about maybe three weeks I'm like why is it no fat at the bottom of my ass right and then I'm like well maybe it's because I wouldn't be able to sit down at all because mm. you cannot sit on your butt for two months. Have you been able to start sitting on your butt? Or are you still? Not oh yeah, sitting I'm. On your I'm butt? back. I'm back to work. I'm sitting on my butt. I'm sitting on it right now. But and how does it feel? It feels wonderful. Only because he didn't do surgery at the bottom. If he had done surgery at the bottom, I would not be able to have anywhere to sit on my ass. Mm, okay so, so it, then it dawned on me oh maybe he didn't do that for a reason because he knew i need to eventually sit down somewhere soon i gotta go back to work so if you do round two what what would you be going for, to round two for just for the bottom part oh so you still want the bottom to be enhanced I think I do, but since I'm not a surgeon and I don't know exactly what it's supposed to look, it looks good. It looks very natural. So what it does is, and and for my height and weight, you're supposed to look a certain way. So I don't have like a donkey's ass. I'm not dragging around Mm -hmm. nothing at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Right. Mine's doesn't look like that. Mine's actually just looks like maybe it's, that's how my butt was supposed Mm -hmm. to be. It's rounded more at the top and it's shapely around the sides. And then it tapers down into my thighs in the, at the bottom part. Hmm, There's no okay. big circle at the bottom like a balloon. Right, right. Okay. Which some women have that naturally. That's a natural look for some women. But my another thing is with your skin, 
the doctor can only put in as much fat as your skin allows, which mm-hmm. the, didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Some people have stretchy skin, so you can just stuff in a lot of fat. Oh, my wow. skin on my butt does not stretch. Oh, wow. And and this is something that only a medical professional would be able to tell. Right. I had no idea that that was the basis for a BBL until the doctor told me, well, try to grab your butt and pinch it. Can you pull the skin loop out? I asked him, I'm like, well, no, not really. He said, because you don't have loose skin. I was like, but I'm way, very overweight. He said, okay, but your your skin is, is not loose and you really are not that much overweight. I was 50 pounds overweight. I was very, that's a lot for my height. Mm-hmm. But it will only stretch so far. Now, each round you go, your skin may get a little bit more stretchier. But some people come out with big rear ends because they have very stretchy skin. Wow. Interesting. Right. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. So what do you think the phenomenon is between women wanting BBLs in America versus women going outside of America, getting these BBLs, knowing that there's a high risk that you may not make it back home to America? Yeah, I think it's just because they think it's cheaper and it's really not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Once you pay for the airfare, the tickets, the hotel, you have to stay there for two weeks, you're paying this and then they don't have um the restrictions like they can take out as much fat and put in as much fat as they want there are no restrictions in at the dominican republic there are in miami but i think they have looser restrictions maybe in miami you know i think it may be you know you're legally it's supposed to be the same for state to state but they think it's cheaper and it's really not Mm because now you got to take somebody with you right on a flight, then you got to fly back home. See, in Nova, I just drove back home and got in the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then with the, I can see my doctor for up to a year for, for these consultations. Okay. Okay. So okay. I need to see my doctor at my age. I, I couldn't risk it. Right. That's another thing. If you're going out of the country to get these type of surgeries, once you get back to America, you can't just randomly go for a follow-up visit two weeks later or two months later. You have to buy an entire new plane ticket, hotel. I mean, it's a whole process. If you want to see that doctor, but you you will never see that that doctor doctor again because they don't talk to you anymore after that. You're just patient number one thousand and fifteen hundred million. And, and, they don't and hope and hope <laughs> that a doctor here in America from a reputable health system will see you after something like that. Yeah, that that opens. Not because they don't want it's too high risk. They don't want to touch you. Yes, exactly. My niece, my niece. This happened to her. She went to the DR. And she don't, I don't, nobody knows if she got her ass on or not because we haven't seen it. Uh, This was several, several, like uh, two months before I I got mine done. And when I went to visit her, she held a bathrobe. So she hasn't, you know, I don't post pictures of my ass either, but she hasn't sent me any pictures of her butt. Nobody really, she don't even know if they even did her ass. She says she think they did, but she's not sure because you can't call the doctor. 
she went to DR to get a BBL. A BBL, and she came and back then, looking. Oh, wait a minute. This is hold on. Wait, are you she, hopefully she's not she, listening? She came back looking the same. Is that what you're saying? She came back looking like she only had a tummy tuck. <laughs> These people then took her money. And mm-hmm. ran off with it. They didn't do yeah. anything to her. And butt. she came back with drains. I haven't seen her 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 ass. It's been about maybe five months for her now. I haven't seen her butt. Um, like she don't post pictures. I mean, she could just send me a picture because she knew I was right. having surgery really soon. Right. She never. Every time she sent me a picture, it's just her from the front. You know, I, I, I send picture pe- people wow. pictures of my butt who I know personally, like my yes. girlfriends. Right, right. Oh, you know, goodness. but what a mess. I, she, yeah, yeah. And she came back with drains and she could not get them. She had drains for about maybe mm, two months, two and a half months, because she couldn't find a doctor here to take them out. She had, had to call it. Right. She found some random lady. I don't know where she met her at. And the lady came to her house. Uh, See, that's like an infection waiting to happen. Yes. A staph infection on top of that. She could have gotten a blood infection, a staph infection, and that could have killed her. They were in there too long. The emergency yes. room would not, not take them out. Drains that long? Oh they wasn't goodness. even draining. The emergency room doctors would not take it out. They told her no. And this is the emergency room. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So wow. that's how that went down. Um, but yeah. my doctor does it drainless. Mm, okay. Sound like he a bad something, something. He, he sound like he knows what he's doing. Okay. He is. Now it's optional if you want to get the massages afterwards to drain it, you know, to drain the fluid out. I didn't get massages, and the reason why is because they keep your wounds open in order to get the fluid out. The masseuse does. Mm. And I didn't want my wounds kept up with either. They'll they'll just pick the scab off each time you go back, you know, because the scab will will come overnight. Mm. and to me that just sounded like another infection but the fluid comes off much faster so for me since I didn't get the fluid drained it'll probably take maybe about maybe six months to be completely fluidless um, the regular way just by using okay. bathroom drinking a lot of so, water so how many months post-surgery are you now just about maybe two and a half yeah. Oh, okay. Going on yeah, three just months. About, okay. Yeah, just All about right. two and a half months. So I'm back to work and I feel fine. Yeah. I haven't okay. had any complications. You know, I feel good. I look good. Some- I look good. I look fly. <laughs> yes. On Go my ahead. mama. On yeah. my hood. Yes. <laughs> yes. Stand up Detroit 313. Getting these yeah, BBLs so and these I just, tummy tucks up in this space. Yeah, I just, I, I just love it. I love it. I love it. It's like the best thing it, decision that I made. I don't have any problems with it, especially Good. knowing that any complications, I can just go straight to my doctor and you know talk to him about it. I have a cell phone number. Oh, 
I'm happy for you. If that's what you you. wanted and Mm -hmm. you didn't have any problems and you're pleased with the results, then who is anyone to do anything but be happy for you? And that's why I wanted to highlight you on my podcast today because this is all the rage that's going on in in America, down in Central America, in the Caribbean. It's Mm -hmm. all the rage. So I wanted to have someone who's actually gone through the experience successfully share mm-hmm. their experience with my listeners and, and I did so, it for me for myself yes and yes. I don't and, have and, a donkey's ass and let's I look clear. 48 still and let's be clear Leslie has always had very high esteem okay yeah. she's yeah. always had high esteem she's always been super confident she's never been shy mm-hmm. she's never been withdrawn mm-hmm. none of those things so let's yeah. be clear on that that sometimes women want to enhance their appearance simply because they can okay right. and that's all that was to do with low self-esteem or feeling unattractive or yes. anything like that it's like oh i have the way and the means to get this done let's do it let's yeah. do it yes yeah. and then it go on this is the second part of my life and I'm enjoying it yes yes well let me ask you a quick question as we wrap up um typically when guests visit on the breaking bread with Jen podcast we Mm -hmm. literally do that we break bread so if we were actually together right now breaking bread what would your favorite entree be oh it would have to be smoked oysters with burnt butter sauce on the inside with a little bit of that um parmesan cheese on top oh so it it sounds like it sounds like you're describing are you describing oyster rockefeller or is it smoked oyster okay smoked because the rockefeller has a spinach and all that this is just a regular oyster in the shell with some burnt butter floating around with a sprinkle of parmesan cheese on top they have it at mitchell's seafood girl it's a it's a it's an appetizer up there so is the oyster raw no, it's not raw. They it's they cooked. roast it. They cook okay. it. It's cooked, which okay. makes it so delicious. Because and it comes was, with. That's one of my latest adventures that I have to embark upon is to get into oysters, and I haven't been able to do that just yet. But I was oh, going to go down to. Um, is it Where? Joe? Is it Joe Muir's? I think it's called Joe Muir's. Yes. It's downtown yes. or something. Yes. Yes. But yeah, so Mitchell's has a a version of an oyster. At this point, as long as the oyster isn't it's raw cooked. on the shell, yeah, that you have to be careful to of that. It. Exactly. Yeah. Some exactly. people won't cook them. Now you can probably request. Could you just roast it for me? But you know, I went to another place and I tried to get some um Eddie V's right there in Troy. They um, theirs are raw. I still ate it, you know, but it. <laughs> So I'm how did how did that taste sliding in your mouth and down your um, throat like that? What did that taste like? It's okay. It, I mean, it it, it 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 tastes fine to me because I just got on this oyster kick. I don't know, like you like you said, I hadn't been eating them before either. Right. But I just all of a sudden had a taste for it, and you know maybe my new body stepped up my appetite or something. <laughs> my yeah. taste for good food, but I like mine cooked and they serve it with a little slice of garlic bread. Wow. I'm going to have to get into that. Uh, Cause that was, that was my plan. Um, yeah. We might have birthday. to have a lunch. Though. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. 
I, I would really like to do that. So we'll mm-hmm. talk about that off the record. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, but, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, Leslie, for being a guest today oh, on Breaking Bread with Jen. It's my pleasure, Jen. You know I love you. Us. Yes, I love you too. And thank you for sharing your uh, plastic surgery, cosmetic surgery, elective surgery mm-hmm. journey with us. And that oh, was you're welcome. Dr. Risen out of Michigan who took care of you. Yeah. And Star hey, if he's interested, share this podcast with him. He may want to have some of his future patients listen yes. to it as a part yes. of the consultation. I would definitely Absolutely. Uh, give permission for that. So Dr. Risen, you have my permission to always use All this right. episode yeah. as a part of the <laughs> consultation for your new patient. Girl, he is the best. I love him. Cool, cool. All right. So thank thanks you, for Jen. joining us. Yes. Oh, it's my pleasure. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Breaking Bread with Jen. Remember to follow us on Instagram at breakingbread underscore podcast to stay in touch with the latest happenings with the podcast, including new episodes. And remember, Acts 2035, it is always better to give than it is to receive. Take care.